And welcome back to the podcast, everything you never needed to know about movies, music, and theater. I'm your host, Matt. It's been a while, so I'm really excited to uh, get this going and do a new episode. This will go up pretty quickly, um, and this will be a no-holds-barred episode. And the only reason, and if you can tell from the music that was playing to begin, um, which is Primus's Here Come the Bastards, um, I have two of my favorite guests who pull no punches when it comes to movies and their idea of movies and what they think of movies. My guests are uh, Chris and Quinny is back. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. I'm so happy to be back. I know. And um, and uh, and Chris is back. Uh, Chris hasn't been on since I think the last one we did was the last uh, actual movie review we did when we talked Ooh. about the the continuing decline of Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Just I have, keeps proving to be right. Yeah. Really? I, I said I said this in a chat room. I said after, you no, know, I know Tony Stark in the comics, you know, they killed him off. After he got killed off, I think it just declined right from there. Yeah, there are some good ones, but I think it's, that was the start of it. Yeah, and not to well, get into it. happened in the movies, too. Well, I haven't seen anything yet, so I'm hearing bad stuff about it. Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that Disney was very much requiring quality, uh, quantity versus quality. Um, right. and, and Kevin Feige, just only, there's only one of him. And, you know, DC got James Gunn, so James Gunn couldn't oversee anything. But but, but that's for another discussion. Tonight, <laughs> tonight we're yeah. going to discuss the upcoming Oscars. That's right. Who's going to slap who this, this year? Exactly. Yeah. Actually, if anyone has ever has checked out yet, Chris Rock, uh, not my friend Chris, um, Chris Rock has um, 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 made mention of it on his new uh, uh, Netflix special, which I have to give it was hilarious. (laughs) No holds barred. He's I think he's like he's going all out on it. I haven't seen his his NDA must have expired. Probably. Um, but we're going to talk about um, the Oscars. We're going to talk about uh, various categories, who we think will win. And this is going to be a two-parter. And this might be a surprise to my guests, but it is going to be a two-parter. We're going to talk about who we think could win, who should win. And if we want to give away our guests, I know um, Quinny has his guess, and he likes to keep that a secret ballot until the end, but maybe Chris and I have our mm-hmm. viewpoints. And then we'll reconnoiter after the Oscars to basically mm-hmm. explain um, who, you know, who won and what we think of that. Um, right, yeah. But anyway, we're going into the 95th uh, Academy Awards, uh, which is going to be, again, hosted by Jimmy Fallon. I had Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Kimmel. Thank you, Jimmy Kimmel. One of the Jimmys. Tomato, I have, tomato. <laughs> I, have yeah, to give him, yeah. I, ha- I have to give him credit. Um, not since the days of Johnny Carson and Billy Crystal. You know, um, Kimmel does a decent job. He's not great. He's not fantastic. But he does a decent job of creating, you know, letting, letting things go and what have you. And but Let's just hope things go right. Like, not like last time. <laughs> No, was it last time or the time before that it was the um, it was hosting uh, that, that the movie best picture? Well, that was um that was two years ago with yeah. uh, Mo- Moonlight and uh, La La Land, right? Um, but don't worry, we'll get to Mister Damien Chazelle in a in a little bit. Um, but um, to start everything off, I mean, before we get before we deep dive into any of these um uh uh, uh categories, um, Chris, do you have any 
initial thoughts about the ones that were nominated, the ones that were snubbed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, looking at the list again for the for the podcast tonight, I was surprised. I was surprised to see in comparison to the SAG Awards, I went through and I looked at, you know, the Screen Actor Guild Awards, the Critics Choice Awards or whatever the hell, the MTV Music Awards, though, um, <laughs> the uh, the Golden Globes and, and looking at this list and there a few movies come up a lot, right? You know, you got The Whale, you got Banshees, you got Elvis, you got Maverick, but there are some that kind of pick and choose. You got Tar, you got After Sun Living. I don't see like a clear defined we're gonna we're gonna honor this genre, this type of movie. So I, I feel like maybe this year more than others, I feel like it's more up in the air than maybe other years where there was like, okay, it's either this or this. I mean, I, I see a couple of really good potentials here. So to me, I look at that and I go, is that because the quality improved or is that because it's all just kind of meh? And I'm kind of curious to hear other people's opinions on that. Absolutely. Um, uh, Quinny, same question to you. I agree. I agree. It's up in the air. Um, There's like, but I always follow the Golden Globes and Mm. they honored Kate Clanchett for Tar. They honored Austin Butler for Elvis. And then um, Banshees of Anna Sharon. I'm trying to think. Did that one go past picture or did Everything I can't remember, but yeah, I think everything. I think did. Everything did. Everything yeah. Everything. a lot. Yeah, and then they're thinking, um, and then for Screen Actors Guild, everything, everything all at once has been like the yes. the Oscar darling, like the, like it's 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 going for it, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. And then uh, who knows? It's just up. It's up in the air this time. It really seems like it, and we will talk quickly about um, a few snubs and a few surprises that kind of came. Uh, came in but um but for the most part i mean let's talk about some of the ones that clearly we saw coming um mm-hmm. austin butler as elvis regardless of what and chris and i uh you yeah, can listen to the, that. to the episode where chris and i talk about elvis and how awful we both think that movie was um with a great deal um austin butler's performance still with what they gave him and with what he had to work with, he really did a very, very decent job. And it was more than just an impression. And I've, I've said I said this before when Chris mm-hmm. and I were talking about this, that that last shot of him watching Lisa Marie leave his limo and mm-hmm. um, and Priscilla leave the limo and just the close in of him and just the sadness and the absolute despair. That's what the movie should have been. The fact that he can do that means that you wasted him for the first, the whole beginning of the movie, and that was what he was was building up to it. So, um, but Austin Butler was a, a foregone conclusion, um, and also the uh, uh, the I mean, t- there's two comeback stories in this entire um, this entire Oscars, which are going to be fascinating. Oh, I love um, it. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about, of course, about Brendan Fraser for uh, his mm. uh, nomination for the whale and ki Hu kwan who yeah. who is absolutely blown. and it's crazy because i actually think which is really funny i guess we'll go to the supporting cast before i thought for a long while it was either it was going to be between brendan gleason and judd hirsch um, oh, yeah. 
I thought only because of legacy, because Judd Hirsch, um, you know, they all, uh, the, uh, to me, supporting um, nominations, supporting the supporting awards, it's always a crapshoot. Um, the, like the year um, Mark Rylance won over uh, Sylvester Stallone, that kind of didn't make sense to me. But, um, but I like Mark Rylance, so I, I was like, great, he has an Oscar now, in addition to uh -huh. his two two Tonys. But so you got Brendan Gleeson, you got Brian uh, Tree Henry, you got uh, Judd Hirsch, um, Barry Keegan, and uh, Ki Hu Kwan. I honestly think it might be key. I really think oh, he yeah. might actually pull it, pull it out. Yeah, I think Holly, he because Hollywood yeah. loves a comeback story. You know what I mean? He won the Golden Globe and the SAG Award. I thought. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do you win both of those and lose an Oscar? That would be crazy. Mm, I think it's happened before. Honestly, I can I I can't think of who, but I I know it happened. It's happened before. I think. But I mean, for someone who it's it's not like a, you know, sometimes I feel like they give those awards of it's like a nod to right, like a Clay, Kate Blanchett. It's like you're the like oh uh, Meryl Streep. It's like you're the best. You know, we want to give you some, we want to keep you engaged. Mm. But when it comes to like maybe the the real winner, we give it to that person in the Oscars. So maybe they get it, or or vice versa. Yeah. This I feel like it's been a it's a clear message from Hollywood that. I mean, his performance was amazing in that movie. He mm. definitely earns it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Quinny, what do you think about uh, supporting nominations? Or supporting absolutely, absolutely. Should who should who should win between, as I said, Barry Kagan and Gleason for Banshees? Because yeah. like like the character, both the characters in the movie. But yeah, well, he. I, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna butcher the names. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he is going to win for putting actor for everything everywhere all at once because yeah. he was great in that movie and like Hollywood loves a comeback story. So mm -hmm. And as much as I, I know that the Oscars have a um, like, you know, whoever won supporting actress last year is going to present the award. But I honestly think what would be amazing is if they let Harrison Ford come up and give out the award. And he give it to Kiu Kwan. I think that I don't think they they don't want they don't want him they don't want him associated with short round. That's true. I that that's would true. be that would be yeah. people are gonna go look at that and they go, wow, that's really racist. And they're like, yeah. eh, we're not gonna do this before Indiana Jones comes out. That's are true. you kidding me? <laughs> but anyway, um, all right. So supporting actress, we have Angela Bassett. We have Hong Shao um, for the whale. We have Carrie uh, Condon for the Banshees of Inishir, and we have Stephanie Hughes and Jamie Lee Curtis, both for um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I, now, again, like Quinny, I loved Carrie Condon. I think she did an yep. amazing job in, in yeah. the Banshees of Inishir. I do have her, I do think Jamie Lee Curtis has this. I no, really I think Angela do. Bassett's got it. You think you think it's Bassett? You didn't 100%. like, you didn't like Wakanda Forever, though. It, it doesn't matter. She, uh, people, I think that movie with um, Chadwick Boseman, I mean, yeah. they'll probably give him a little, a little, uh, not present, like a little um, montage or something. Mm -hmm. I think people have been saying that this is her, this is her year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I agree. Too. But I, I do. I loved Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in that movie. And she did win. Um, 
she won a SAG and, and Angela won the Golden Globes. So it's like, I think Hollywood might be torn. Be, I think you can't go wrong with either one if you're Hollywood, honestly. Yeah, I think I think you are right. Um, so to go, it's so this is a very interesting race in terms of best actor. I have a tendency to think that it will be Austin Butler, but I do think actually it might be I think it might be between Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser myself. I think Fraser has the comeback thing, which again is a big thing, but I think Colin Farrell has a has a, a plethora career behind him. And I think that maybe may influence people kind of as like this is you finally made it to a point where because for a while Colin Farrell was a joke in Hollywood and now he's kind mm -hmm. of come back and become a great, great actor. So I th I think that kind of um, I think that has something to do with it. I don't know. What do you guys think? This is th this one to me. I feel like is a. T I mean, I this one I I have not been able to pinpoint because I think you're right, Austin Butler. He's he's popping right now. It's that really hot. Um, uh, like the the mojo for that movie. I'm surprised how much it's winning actually. Yeah, people loved him as Elvis, and I think you're right. He really captured the spirit of Elvis. But <laughs> he can't Colin get Farrell. <laughs> I mean, that movie. This could be like you said. This is there. Like you know what you 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 deserve this. You you got this. I don't think Brendan Fraser. I don't think he's. I don't think he's really in the running for it. I think the comeback really? story was was yeah. um everything everywhere all at once. But I think. I don't think his performance and having seen that movie, I, his performance to me was okay. I don't think it was Oscar worthy. I've, I've heard people say that it gets a little hammy. I have yet to see, I've not seen the whale yet. I, I have hammy? not seen That's it, but, but I've heard hammy and like, kind of like he knew what he was doing in terms of the whole, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to subvert expectations of the fact that people know me as George of the jungle and Rick O'Connor from the mummies series um quinn what do you think about best actor um it's a toss-up for me too because i did see the whale and i was in awe of brendan fraser's performance mm -hmm. in that movie mm -hmm. oh it's you know i have should win austin butler but will win brendan fraser wow. i would love to, i would love to see colin farrell one win best actor for banshee because mm -hmm. he was great in that movie too but yeah, I'm going to go with Brendan Fraser. Right. I would love to see Brendan Fraser win. I think he, from, you know, he, the way that Hollywood blacklisted him hmm. for for what they, for what he spoke up against, um, for him to get this Oscar, I hmm. think they, they would be doing him right from what, because yeah. of that, the blacklisting. And he's really put in his due. But yeah. Well, and yeah, he's and and now and now he's kind of also kind of come to a point where you know he just worked with Darren Aronofsky, he just worked with Martin Scorsese. He's kind of now yes. kind of becoming the actor we always anticipated that he probably could have been this whole time, but just no one ever gave him the benefit of the doubt, as it were. Um, I I loved him in those mummy movies. I know they were campy, but I loved him. He, in those he, to me, to he was me. great. To me, he was like the son Harrison Ford never had as Rick O'Connor. That was that was very Indiana Jones kind of kind of yeah, Rick O'Connor. Although although there's a soft spot in me that still loves him in in George of the Jungle, and even so much oh, yeah. Encino Man is a great performance. Oh, it's so great! I mean, even his earlier work like School Ties yeah. and Dazzled, those but are I my. Think, 
But I think Encino Man has the distinction of being the only Pauly Shore movie I can stand for <laughs> for the, its entirety. <laughs> Best Actress. This one is very, very interesting. I will be honest, because for a long while, Kate Blanchett was the was the clear favorite. Was like Kate's going to win everything. Yes. But but no. Michelle Yeoh is kind of speeding up and getting the the sympathy vote and and what have you so i kind of think it's between the two of them um i'm not going to go into too much of the uh, andrea uh risbor um situation that happened i i've i've heard that it's actually an amazing performance so it should be recognized but the way it went with it went about i know there's a lot of controversy and i know the academy has made statements of saying that there's going to be new campaign things that happen and what have you so it's you know it's neither here nor there um Ana de Armas unfortunately has the unlikable ability of the fact that one was just a travesty and as it someone was. who and as someone who has done the research about Marilyn Monroe <laughs> um it was a travesty. I saw the movie and it was it it was literally made by a dude who hates women. It really mm. is. And I hate really, yeah. and I hate to say that, especially, you know, uh, you've heard my conversations with Chris. I I'm not really a woke person. I still believe I was gonna say, where's this going? We don't hate women, Matt. Don't don't you put that evil on me, Ricky. Bobby. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I, I'm I am definitely I've belong in the camp of a male feminist but at the same time i feel like he definitely is not he's like he was looking to sensationalize something and make it feel like it was his it was a viewpoint that was shared by everyone and the only thing i'll say about michelle williams is she does give a fabulous performance but what she should have done what she should have done is she should have gone for supporting actress because i think she would have won I don't think she has a chance. I think she is like next to Dan Armars, basically the the bottom of the rung. So I think it's between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh. And I think Michelle Yeoh just ekes it out just a little bit, only because Kate Blanchett already has two Academy Awards. And granted, we're not doing this isn't the <laughs> movie camp where everyone gets a trophy, but Michelle Yeoh has put in a 60-year career. And I think this is her time. You're I th- right. I, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. And, yeah. and her performance was amazing. Will I be upset if Kate Blanchett wins it? No, I saw Tar. She did a wonderful job with what she was given. That movie has a lot of interesting elements to it. And it's, I like it, but at the same time, I understand why it's gotten kind of mixed reviews, although her performance was fan fantastic. Um, but I think it's Michelle Yeoh. I really do. What do you guys think? I agree. I think it should be. I, sh- I think um, Michelle Yeoh should win. And I think Kate Planchette will win. Wow. That's me, but I don't know. But I know I was surprised. I, I, I was happy that Anna Dionis got her Oscar nom for Blonde. Michelle Williams, I wish she had won for other things. I've seen her work in Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea, My Week with mm-hmm. Marilyn. Well, I was going to say, it's speaking of Marilyn, she, she, I thought, gave a definitive Mar- Marilyn performance, and I don't think it needed to be touched. Right. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, although I, I I would say I I think Michelle should win it, and I think yeah. she will win it. I think Kate, yeah, I think it was a good, it was a, it was a really 
it was a typical Kate Blanchett performance. Like when I think of Kate Blanchett, I think of um intensity benjamin button i think of that like exactly you know i so i yeah to me it was it actually michelle it felt like it was a i feel like michelle's performance was a little bit more outside her range in terms of they really asked her to channel a more emotional supportive side and you had the you had the typical Michelle, right? The the fighter, crouching mm-hmm. tire, hidden dragons. You had the typical martial arts side, but then you had the really emotional moments with her and her daughter, and I think that stretched her more than Kate's performance stretched her and her in her what was asked yeah. of her in in yeah. Tar. So that's why I picked Michelle. For, for, for Michelle, it was a challenge. For Kate, it was just another Tuesday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was another, yeah. And I, I, and before we leave this topic, I, the script did no favors, but I really wish we could have seen Kate Blanchett as Lucille Ball in the being Ricard- the Ricardos. Oh, uh, mm. yeah, I, really- I, I liked Nicole Kidman's performance, but yeah, I would love to have seen Kate Blanchett pull it off too. I, the- I, 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 yeah, I think it's the problem. I think the problem with that movie was just the script. I don't think anyone could could have brought that. And you guys know how much I love Sorkin, but that script mm. was terrible. It was a terrible script. All right. Um, very quickly, the animated feature. I personally think that this is um, uh, Guillermo del Toro. I don't think there's a question because I saw I've, I've I've only seen that. I haven't seen Puss in Boots or Sea Beast or turning red or marcel the shell with one shoe um i have heard things about marcel and saying that it, <laughs> with one shoe <laughs> oh with shoes with shoes on excuse me sorry. Marcel with the shoe on. <laughs> i hope it wins uh, just for that uh, uh, nice i i i did i um should win. I love Puss in Boots. It was a sequel mm. that we didn't ask for and it was actually awesome. I loved it. And um, well, we'll win. It's going to be Pinocchio because yeah. it's just really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, online people talking about how it's like the definitive version of Pinocchio because uh, Guillermo del Toro actually did his research. <laughs> Chris, mm. what do you think? What do you think, or do you have an opinion on this one? Um, uh, I, I'm gonna go. I mean, Puss in Boots is killing it in theaters. I mean, it's made so much money. A lot of people love that movie. I'm gonna go with Puss in Boots. I'm gonna, yeah, nice. I'm gonna pull <laughs> one out of my butt. And I'm gonna say Puss in Boots. And I hope it does. I hope it wins. Yeah. I really do. And then, of course, with music, we have uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, Babylon, The Banshees of Inishir, Everything, uh, Everywhere, All at Once, and The Fablemans. I I know your opinion of The Fablemans, but I think this is between Everything Everywhere All at Once because that was a fabulous score. And the mm. Fablemans, because John Williams, it's you know his mm. you know fiftieth year with Spielberg, and you know so I think it's between the two of them. I I love Carter um, Burwell's um, Banshees of Inishir, but it was a little too um, subtle for for what the the Academy usually goes for for me personally. And in terms of best song, I don't really have an opinion, although I do think it's about time Diane Warren finally won an Oscar, <laughs> me personally. Um, but I don't know what, what you guys think. Um, um, I haven't seen Babylon yet, so I can't 
decipher. I haven't heard the the score yet, but it's got to be between uh, everything ever all once or Banshees. I love John Williams, but it's gonna be the, between those two movies. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna pull another one on my butt. I'm feeling all quiet on the Western Front. Ooh, why I don't know. Um, but the movie does of, have the movie does have a hundred percent on Rotten Tomato. It's like one of the I only. I mean, it's a good ones. it's a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of original song, um, I think it's gonna be between uh, "Lift Me Up," which was Black Panther, or mm-hmm. "Hold My Hand." which was a great end to the Top Gun movie. So I could see either Lady Gaga um, or Rihanna winning it. I think Lady Gaga has won. Am I wrong? She did. She won for... Um, uh, uh, oh, for um, Starboard, right? Then maybe it's Lift Me Up. Or yeah. it could be Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, I that that mm-hmm. I could see that movie taking home a lot of Oscars. Yeah. So um, going on to Best Director... Um, we have Martin McDonough, we have the Daniels, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daryl and Daniel uh, Schenner, I think is how you say his name. Uh, Steven Spielberg, obviously, Todd Field and Ruben Oslud. Um, I think, I hate to say this, but I think it's between Spielberg and the Daniels. And I really, and I think, and you don't, you don't, you guys don't think, I mean. I'm curious. I'm I'm curious. Chrissy first. Mm. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty biased against uh, the Fablemans, but I mean, I just feel like uh, Martin McDonough. I mean, what he did with that movie was amazing. I think everything, everywhere, all at once was amazing. Fablemans. I mean, it felt say it felt safer than those two movies to me. See, I know you say that because because Spielberg has had a fifty year plus career. Um, it's it's do, not his best that. work. See, I think it is because I've been so I've been rewatching all of Spielberg's films right now. I'm up to Raiders of the Lost Ark, so I've been watching their early stuff. I actually watched Duel, Sugarland Express, Jaws, Close wow. Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, I'm doing I'm doing this for the, for uh, a future episode on the channel. So I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing all of them. I'm doing. Here's how weird my mind goes. I'm watching all of Spielberg's movies uh, in order, and I'm also doing Kevin Smith. They nice. Have, they have no comparison. <laughs> no, it's like a wine tasting. You'd have a little cheese in there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, mean, I do think um, this. I think I think the Fablemans came truly came from Spielberg's art, um, even more so. Now, granted, I think West Side Story was a much better movie overall than the Fablemans, but I think Spielberg has a lot of art into this. Now, granted. I would say that he gets the Oscar, except that Kenneth Branagh did this two years ago and got shit. So mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think yeah. it's going. I don't think it's going to Spielberg. I do okay. think it's going to go to the Daniels. They've been doing small steps into this direction, and yeah. what they did with that movie, also coming out at the same time as another multiverse movie, almost playing with tropes of that, is absolutely fantastic. And if there truly was a vision in that in the, that uh, everything everywhere all at once, yeah. um, Martin McDonough was it was a good movie. I think the script was airtight, so the directing and this comes from me, who's also a writer and a director. I think the writing saved him a lot of time. I don't think he actually needed to work very hard as a director. So I think when you're talking about movies that are safe, I think for Martin McDonough, um, 
the Banshees of Inishir was a safe bet for him as a director. I think, Uh, yeah, I I'm think, curious. I really want to hear what Chris I, I, I mean, I think, I, th I personally think Seven Psychopaths and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri Three billboards, were, yeah. were, were his better movies. I think they were much, much better in terms of direction. In terms of writing, Banshees of Inishir is the best. I think he's going to get the Oscar for for writing. I think that's definitely. I think they're going to give him the Oscar for writing, but not for directing. That's just my Okay. opinion. Uh, go Well, ahead, Clint. I hate to disagree with you, my friend, but it should win the Daniels and will win Martin McDonough. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, I just I liked the way it was directed. I liked the the um, even the directed all the cinematography too of Ireland was awesome in that movie. Like you said, with Spielberg, uh might be you know. I put him in there with should too because that would he like you said he made the movie from his heart. I still haven't seen Triangle of Sadness, so I can't you know can't vote for him. And then I love Todd Field's direction in other movies like In the Bedroom and Little Children. Those two movies I recommend that the ones that he directed, but not Batar. But definitely Martin get that Oscar. <laughs> Todd, Todd Field has made better movies as a director, yeah. and Ruben is batshit crazy. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead Chris. No, I mean, I agree with me. He agrees that we agree. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I loved it. I, I loved everything everywhere all at once. And they, they do, you couldn't go wrong with either two of those, I think. Yeah. I had to rewatch the movies because as as chris knows i was going for a long while on the fablemans i was like the fablemans is going to win it's going to I know. sweep everything but now seeing the fablemans up against the banshees and everything all at once i have to say i actually prefer, if i'm going by popular vote everything everywhere all at once has my vote if i'm going by artist artistry and just artistic merit banshees so so moving to best picture i honestly think we're looking at I think it's going to be between the Banshees of Inishir or um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, all quite, all quiet on the Western Front. I believe is also nominated for best mm -hmm. foreign it's film. Gonna I it's going to get, it's going to, it's, it's going to get that. Mm -hmm. um, Avatar. I have yet to see, but I have not heard good things about the story. I've heard that it's a good movie and that it's got the great visuals, but it's not a great story. Which Agreed. are we surprised? It's a sequel to basically Pocahontas, and. Uh, uh, dance with dances with wolves in the fern gully you know what i mean um Elf, elvis was a terrible movie i hate that movie so much um tar like i said we've talked about that um and then i haven't still haven't seen top gun but i have never seen the first top gun which our, our mutual friend jen Rogan i love is it still upset i wish i'd seen that. top gun in the theaters because it was it's very yeah. good it's Tri great in theaters yeah. triangle of sadness is just fucking weird i still haven't <laughs> seen that Someone's seen it. I did see it. It's weird. Um, and the only thing I'll say about women talking is that that was a noble effort. It was a very, I thought it was a very good movie. I'm just upset that Sarah Paulin did not. I think instead of Ruben um, Oslid, it should have been Sarah Paulin nominated because oh. she did she did a fantastic job with that movie. Yeah, Um, she's not, I haven't seen it yet either, but yeah, that one, one I wish that she'd gotten uh, yeah. the But I th I think it's going to be between the band chairs and everything everywhere. Um, what do you guys think? Yep, I agree. Uh, should win, should be everything I wrote once, and will win, will be banshees. That's my take. I might be wrong, but that's that's Quinny. <laughs> I 
I got should win Top Gun Maverick. I mean, Spielberg said that he saved he saved Hollywood. He saved cinemas. If you don't, if Spielberg says that and then you don't give them an Oscar, I think that's a travesty. Uh, Spielberg I, also Spielberg also said we shouldn't award um, Netflix because it's not movies. So take well, that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I mean, I don't don't dis I don't disagree <laughs> in a way. You know, that's a whole other conversation. But. Uh, Avatar does not, I mean, you look at all those movies, Avatar does not belong on that list. And and I'm usually like, if it's made the most money, it should be up there. But Top Gun Maverick for me fills that yeah. spot. I could see, uh, so if it's an everything, everywhere, all at once night, it's going to get it. If it's uh, if it's a little bit more mixed, I see Banshees. Yeah, same. But I, but I think Top Gun Maverick deserves that Oscar. And also, ladies and gentlemen, like, that's gonna get sound. That's gonna get sound, yeah. and maybe visual. Yeah. Then I think it's is the, it the other, other than sound? Is it nominated for anything else? Which uh, one? Which one? Top Gun. Top Gun. It is nominated. Oh yeah, for, film editing. It's, yeah, I might get film editing. Well, it's nominated for visual effects, but visual effects is going to Avatar. We, you know, we you know say what it you want to say, it but it will. And it should. Um, Top Gun film editing uh screenplay sound screenplay and sound i could um, see him i mean screenplay though and song well lady gaga's hold my hand yeah i think i could see glass onion i mean well people have been i could see yeah all quiet on the western front i mean overall like i said visual effects it's going to go to avatar we all know that's going to happen for costumes i think it might either go to babylon or elvis um, maybe I, everything yeah. everywhere at all at once, maybe. Um, film editing, I definitely think you're looking at every everywhere, um, everything you know, makeup is once. going to Black Panther. Makeup, makeup is going to Black Panther. And I think cinematography might cinematography might either go to All Quiet on the Western Front or Elvis, because those were really well shot movies. Um both of them. You know what production oh, yeah. design? Bailman's, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'll agree with that one too. Um, and then animated, I, I haven't seen any of the animated shorts or documentary shorts, so I couldn't even. I never so, do. So I I had someone say that for a short film, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox was really good. Okay. So that's what I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> well, then that's where I'll go because that's easy. <laughs> and then for, yeah. I, I, like I said, quickly for screenplay, I think Martin McDonough gets it for Banshees of Inner Share. Maybe the Daniels get it, but I think it's it's Martin McDonough's. Um, screenplay yeah. play basically to lose and then for adapted screenplay i kind of yeah. think i think that's where they're gonna um i think that's where glass onion comes in no see i think it's gonna be women, women talking i think that's when they're gonna rectify the fact um, that sarah Pollan didn't get um a director nomination yeah maybe maybe right. I, or maybe all quiet on the western front it could it could pull out a, a w on that end um and ladies and gentlemen i was about to say also that um, when we come back here for part two after the post Oscars, um, mm. you've heard the beginnings of our discussion, which will basically be what clarifies as best picture one that one that's made a lot of money or one that has a lot of praise. I don't know where Quinny stands. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where Quinny stands on this. I have always stood with quality. I've always stood with the best made movie. Now, does that mean that it always wins? No. Look at Saving Private Ryan versus Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love oh. is basically a romantic comedy, and Saving Private Ryan is one of the greatest oh. war, war movies ever made, next to Apocalypse Now, Full Metal Jacket, oh, and Platoon. Um, but and I Tropic Thunder. And Tropic. 
until oh, the Sunday. Or Crash, Brookback Mountain, or what other movies that should have won that didn't, you know? It's like... Yeah, that's right. That's right. Crash versus Brokeback Mountain. Brokeback Mountain should have won. And, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then just very quickly, like I said, uh, we, we were talking about a couple snubs. Obviously, um, Sarah Paulin didn't get any kind of nomination for that. Um, the other snub, which I have this off of a website. I don't really believe it, but Quinny, you might disagree. Um, but people kept saying that Nope should have been nominated. I thought that oh, was get a out of movie. here. Who yeah, said I that? <laughs> who said that man you tell me you tell me their names uh, time, time magazine the uh the writer for time magazine a uh, person idiot. person called laura zarnos and um um moses mendez the uh, <laughs> second <laughs> i just i i don't create the news i just you know, what, you know what movie that i thought was going to at least get i don't know like it, it was a bad like any you know, like cinematography or production design or even costumes or anything was don't worry darling what is wrong with you i don't know I, uh, no I, I i that was a bad movie but i looked i'm looking at it and it had like i don't know i but, think the, i think the controversy around that movie is really what did that movie in regardless of it, the merit of the movie itself which is i've i've seen it it's nothing. It's nothing good. I mean, Florence Pugh once again makes that yeah. makes that movie. She really oh, does. Yeah. And, yeah. And those, I, of you yeah. those of you listening, um, don't describe what I just said. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 I the think others... I think she's getting her I think she's getting her Oscar nod. She she is so I will agree with you, Andrew, that I could have seen her nominated for that movie. And I think next year she will be nominated for something. Well, it depends yeah. on what she's she in. The woman she got nominated for for supporting actress, and she was. Yeah, that's great. right. The other oh. snub was uh, Daniel Deadweiler, which a lot of people were saying that Andrea uh, Risbor took that space. That's not the case. Um, I have not seen Till. I've heard great things about her performance, so I couldn't tell you whether or not it was mm. good or not. But um, it, it that was a surprise. And the other surprise, of course, people have been talking about is the women, the woman king. Which Viola Davis was in. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Um, I have not seen good. that again. Another movie I have not seen, so I can't speak for its merit one way or the other. But you know, um, mm. I can see. I could see that. that movie. Yeah, even if she got an Oscar, if she had uh, replaced uh, Anna Diarmas or Andrew Risborough, I mean, that could have been the case too. Um, I could see that. I could there see are that other too. Movies, other movies I need to see too, like Living with Bill Nye. Um, the Sun with Hugh Jackman. They were also globe, all globe, globe nominated, and I gotta like watch those and see what what went wrong. Um, I want to see what. Like, so, but uh, so I'll be interested to see this. So, um, as these these two gentlemen know, that I usually stream the Oscars and watch it on the night. If I miss anything, I usually like you know watch later. But I will be trying to watch the whole Oscars so that we can then get together and discuss who won and who didn't win mm -hmm. um i think we got our clear favorites i think we got um there were there what i'm i'm upset because there wasn't a lot of controversy between them not a lot of kind of not a lot of disagreement <laughs> I, I agree um, uh, <laughs> um i think what the, i said darling i think that's when everyone started to look at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the only stupid thing you said quinn i know i know 
I'm yeah, we can discuss is, is Chris Pine's Hollywood career over after Dungeons and Dragons? We can oh, discuss well, that. Well, after he got spat on by uh, Harry Styles. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we, 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 we'd open up a big, bigger can of worms. Uh, the, yeah. only, the only other thing I'd love to, to talk about really quickly while I have y'all here is... Um, so with the Oscars comes the opposite side of it, which is the worst movies, which is Ooh. the Raspberry nominations. Ooh. Now, very, very quickly, very I gotta quickly, look this list up. I have it right in front of me. So starting with best picture, worst, or worst picture, rather, worst picture is Blonde, um, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Good Morning, spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, uh, The King's Daughter, Morbius and Pinocchio, <laughs> but but not well, but, but not Guillermo del Toro's Bob Zemeckis's version on Disney Plus, which was a travesty. Um, yeah. best, worst director Judd Apatow, which you never really expected him That's to ever funny. finally huh. fall. Um, Andrew uh, Dominic for Blonde, uh, Daniel Esposito for Morbius, Machine Gun Kelly. That's right, Machine mm. Gun Kelly is oh. a director now, and of course uh, Bob Zemeckis as well. For worst actor, Pete Davidson as the voice of. Well, hold on. Let's let's do that one first. So, what do we okay, think? Go ahead. I mean, I say Morbius. I mean, you gotta go with Morbius. Morbius. No. I think all, it's been okay. all the way. I think yes. I'm Pinocchio. I think movie. Pinocchio. The way. Pinocchio? Wow. I'll go Pinocchio. I'll go Pinocchio on both. Worst uh, picture and worst director. Um, and I and I think of him as worst actor coming up. <laughs> well, well, that's what I was gonna say. So worst actor, Pete Davidson as the voice of uh, Marmaduke, uh, Tom Hanks and Pinocchio, Jared Leto and Morbius, uh, Machine Gun Kelly and and Good Morning, and Sylvester Stallone and Samaritan. I honestly think it's Jared Leto because Jared Leto takes himself way too seriously and this is their moment to basically be mm. like you're not all that in a bag of chips asshole you know yeah. he I'll destroys every movie he's in he really does yeah. now now i would say tom hanks but for elvis <laughs> not not yes, to i would put him for tom hanks for elvis elvis playing uh colonel whoa, whatever whoa, the heck his whoa, name hold is. on hold on we're getting to that best supporting actor oh that's coming up that's he, worse he, Pete Davidson again. Pete Davidson again for a good morning. He apparently he worked with Machine Gun Kelly. Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. There is some who call me oh. a villain. Uh, oh god. Maud's son from uh, Good Morning, Xavier Samuel for Blondie, and Evan Williams for Blondie. I think that is Tom Hanks. I think it's definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely yeah. I didn't I didn't see that, but yes. Um, worst actress, Bryce Dallas Howard. I think that's a little unfair. Jurassic no, World no, was a terrible I, movie, yeah, but no, but but she stinks. No, I agree. I, <sighs> no, she's a great actress. Give me a break. The oh, hell is she did a great performance in, in that, that movie. movie. In, in this that. movie. Um <laughs> Diane Keaton in Mac and Rita. Um, Taya uh, Sodello in The King's Daughter. And Alicia Silverstone. We haven't seen her in a while, Ooh. but she is the worst in, in The Requin. Um, I think, I mean, I guess that Chris's theory about what made the most money and people still hated um, will go to Bryce Dallas Howard for go Jurassic Park. Like, but that's the one I've seen. Yeah. And uh -huh. And then for worst supporting actress, uh, Adria Arjona. I hope I said that name for Mobius. Uh, Fan Bingbing for the 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 Thirty Three and the King's Daughter. Lorraine Bra 
Lorraine Bracco, unfortunately, mm. um, for Pinocchio, because she voiced a character in Pinocchio, apparently. Um, Penelope Cruz, Penelope Cruz for uh, the, <laughs> thir- the th- 350, 355 and Mira Savino for Lamborghini. Um, I think that's going to go to the girl from Mobius. Yeah, you know, when in doubt, Morbius out. Yeah. All right. Worst screen combo. You guys ready for this? Oh, that's pretty good. Both the real characters, Marilyn Monroe and John F. Kennedy, in the uh, fascist White House bedroom scene in Blondie, Andrew Dominic and his issues with women in Blondie, (laughs) Tom Hanks and his latex latent face and yes. <laughs> uh lud- lud- ludicrous accent in elvis yes. machine machine gun kelly and mod son and the two 365 days sequels uh 365 days this day and the next 365 <laughs> days i think it's actually gonna i think it's again gonna be tom hanks but i would tom hanks! See, but i would love to see andrew uh dominic get that just mm. just to put him in his, in his place. issues with women do these come out the day of the of the day of the oscar the the, the afternoon right before oh, the oscars are yeah. yeah oh good yeah. um worst remake ripoff or sequel blondie uh uh the 365 days this day and the next day 365 days fire starter dominant uh jurassic world this Dom- is a hard uh, one domino uh dominant and then pinocchio i still think it's pinocchio yeah, oh, I gotta go with Jurassic World Dominion. Well, but that's a tough one. It is a tough one because you got blonde in there too. No, uh, that's true. Oh my god, I probably with Pinocchio. And then the last one is worst yeah. screenplay: Blondie, which was written by Andrew Dominic; Good Morning, which was written by Machine Gun Kelly and Maud Sun; Jurassic World Dominion, oh, tough one. which was written by Emily Carmichael and Colin Trevorrow; Mobius, oh. Mobius or Pinocchio, which oh man, which Zemeckis wrote. He co-wrote with Chris Wise. I still think it's, I think it's Pinocchio or Mobius. I think this is the one time Jurassic World kind of yeah. gets a pass. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's gonna be Morbius. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> no. that's a tough one. Yeah. I'm gonna go Morbius too, but but yeah. a close second, Dominion. Dominion. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that is um what we're talking about tonight. So again, the Oscars will be on. I think it's what uh we're filming this on, we're we're recording this on the sixth, so it's actually in six days. So next Sunday, wow. um, we will all be watching it and we will be enjoying it, and then we will come back and talk about who won and who didn't win and you know why we hate things, and then we'll talk <laughs> about we'll go into deeper detail about our thoughts on um quantity versus um um money versus merit we'll call it that um and so for the time being uh uh it was wonderful having my two guests um back for um the episode uh chris and uh quinny um the bastards and so um, and so this is going to be exciting and we'll continue this conversation after the uh award ceremony uh for the time being uh thank you guys so much you guys have anything to plug um Yes, I do actually. I'm actually going to be in a show called Peter and the Starcatcher. And our first episode is tomorrow night. And uh, I can't wait to be hiding prod in this show. Also, um, if you're ever bored on YouTube, I have a channel with all my favorite uh, movie clips 
Oscar-winning mm. clips, different clips of different things. So if you ever bored, go to there and subscribe. Yep. And if you ever nice. also get bored, uh, Andrew Quinney is also a numerous guest on this podcast, as well as the Movie Critics a Web Series and um, the upcoming Sherwood podcast, which will be him and I just goofing around and doing skits. Uh, yeah. with, with with Mindy uh, Pierce, of course. Um, What's the over and under on, is this going to be the lowest ranked, uh, is the lowest uh, viewed Oscars? What's oh, the over fun. under? <laughs> no, I actually, I, I bet you anything it's going to start off big because people are going to be expecting some kind of, you know, slap gate again. Mm, um, right. And then it's going to drop off as people are like, oh, this is just a boring award ceremony. <laughs> yeah. That's me personally. I don't know what Quinny thinks. I think uh, if all goes well and if the right picture is read and all the right awards are given and the speeches aren't very long, uh, we'll have a great show. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, all right. Well, that is our show for tonight. Thank you guys so much. Again, listen to old episodes. I am getting back into it. Um, Mass Mouse fans will also continue. I'm going to be recording some episodes with my friend Chris Rose. Um, movie critics, I promise you, season two is finally coming. Um, we had to do some fixes and some reworking and some rewriting. Uh, not rewriting, re-recording with a couple of our, our, our actors. So we have now everything put together and I will be putting that finally together and start um, um, doing that on a regular basis. Um, I'm right now I'm finishing a show in Burlington and I will then be going to Sargas to direct another show. Um, um, uh, what's the show called, Quinny? It was season three of Movie Critics. Is it season three? three? It's season two. We haven't done season three yet. Uh, <laughs> um, Peter and the Starcatcher, I'm directing next, and then uh, we'll be getting ready for another one. In fact, I also just signed on to produce another play for a friend of mine. So that will be coming soon. So maybe I'll get him on the podcast at some point. Um, other than that, have a good night. Please be safe. Continue being smart and take care of each other and be nice. Well, let's go to the bastards. What would you give to never have to worry about the way your body looks ever again? Hi, I'm Jackie, body image expert, confidence coach, and owner of Confident Girl Hotline. We are here to help you heal the relationship you have with your body by healing the trauma in your body that has been inflicted upon you by the diet and wellness industry. We do this through somatic healing. We are running one-on-one -on -one sessions virtually, group classes, and even doing workshops for both adult women and teen girls. Please check us out at www.confidentgirlhotline.com. We're also on Instagram and TikTok.